Wednesday, drag along, wrapping the leftover food that you made Sunday, eating it for the second straight day for lunch. There's no hockey tonight, and you don't know what to do. But you have a podcast, luckily enough, that comes to you daily for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that, of course, is Locked On Lightning, in part. By the Locked On Podcast Network, I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing today? Happy Wednesday. We're halfway there to the weekend, so no need to fear. And thank goodness that the Lightning play tomorrow because I don't know about you. I'm going through hockey withdrawal. Tried watching some of the games last night, but I realized, hey, you got to stay up late tomorrow night for that 10 o'clock puck drop in Vegas. So why don't you get some sleep? So, but of course I didn't. I stayed up and I watched some games and... I'm exhausted, but the show goes on. I'm here talking to you once again. Now, I learned a fun fact yesterday uh, brought to me by the NHL on NBC Sports Instagram page. Uh, I did not know this. This is a pretty cool stat for all you stat junkies out there. Uh, Monday night, the the Lightning uh, got their 40th one of the season uh, versus the Avalanche, and they are the first team... 40 wins in each of the last three seasons. Now, why is that significant? Because there's only been two other teams in the history of the NHL that have done that, and that is the 1983-1987 Edmonton Oilers. Now, for those who maybe are not aware of who was on those teams, you might recognize these names. Uh, there's two two players, uh, Mark Messier and... You know, this other guy, I don't know if you know him. Uh, not a lot of people do. Wayne Gretzky, he was he was the captain of those teams. And the other teams the other teams were the 1957-1962 Montreal Canadiens and the 1975-1979 Montreal Canadiens. Now, why am I talking about this exactly? Obviously because it was on Instagram and I scrolled past it and I thought it was a pretty cool stat, other than it being related to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But also, as well as, if you look at those teams, just at a quick glance, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but if you look at those teams and what they did during those seasons, Montreal Canadiens from 1959 to 1962, they won two cups, and that was in 59 and 60. <clears throat> and then in 75 to 79, they won four cups, and that was 76, 77, 78, and 79. So that, that just shows you how great these teams are. And then the Oilers, from 83 to 87, won three cups, and that was in 84, 85, and 87. So why am I saying this is because the whole theme of this podcast leading up to the playoffs is that I want to build up to the playoffs. I want to you know, obviously Lightning fans want the team to win a cup this year, and I think that's the end goal of the team as well, of course. But at the same time, you want to have them have sustained success over the next couple of years. And obviously in recent years, there's uh, examples of that in the Pittsburgh Penguins winning back-to-back cups, as well as those uh, Blackhawk teams uh, winning three in six years, I believe. So those are just examples of teams that could have done it uh, recently. So 
why not the Lightning? They could definitely do it. They have the team to do it. They have the goaltender. So we'll see. They still got to play the games. So obviously with the Lightning not playing for the second straight day, there's there's really no games to talk about. But there was other games playing still. So we're going to talk about some of the some of the games that happened very briefly, some of the teams. We're going to look at the standings as well. And then we're going to take a dive into the, the minor league report. I'm going to try and do a minor league report for the Tampa Bay Lighting about maybe every couple of weeks or so, just to update listeners on who to keep an eye out for, uh, top players, maybe guys that are not really necessarily on the radar. But today we're just going to go over um, maybe like a little bit of a revised top prospect list that was released in uh, the, the preseason this year, before this year's season. Uh, obviously, the top prospect was Nolan Foote, who was traded uh, to the Devils in the, the Blake Coleman trade uh, Sunday. So we're going to look at that. Um, we'll talk a bit, little bit about the significance of uh, Andre Vasilevsky's season, the, the historic season he's having right now. So we'll take a look at all of that in today's show. So starting with uh, last night's games, scores around the league. Uh, Flyers were at home against the Blue Jackets. They won 5-1. Senators were at home against the Sabres, and they took that game 7-4. The Red Wings uh, edged one out against the Canadians 4-3. The Devils blanked the Blues 3-0. The Predators lost at home to the Hurricanes 4-1. The Jets beat the Kings 6-3. And finally, the Penguins beat the Maple Leafs at home 5-2. Now, I just want to talk a little bit about that Penguins game real quick just because that was the game I did watch a little bit of. I don't know if you watched it, but this is this is just a little bit of appreciation towards an opponent of the Lightning, just because the reason I'm doing this is so not only Lightning fans can be informed on a daily basis about how the Lightning are playing and what the players are talking about and what they're going through and all the storylines surrounding the team, but also you also want to keep an eye on other teams especially in the division and in the conference, just so when the Lightning do play those teams, you know, you're not saying, you know, who, who is this guy that's popping out of nowhere? But one guy, one player that you probably have heard of on the Penguins, and that's Sidney Crosby, um, one of the top players in the league right now. And he made, he, he showed it off last night. He made this incredible pass from the circle across the slot to set up a beautiful goal for Brian Rust. If you haven't seen it, just take a look at it online wherever you find hockey highlights. So that that was just something that stuck out to me. That's something that um, whenever I watch the Penguins, and that that's Sidney Crosby never disappoints. And definitely something that Lightning fans could look out for the next time the the Lightning play the Penguins. Now that now that I have read all the scores from last night. We're going to take a look at the standings. So with that win last night, the Penguins leapfrogged the the Capitals to take first place in the Metropolitan Division. And then uh, Philly, Philly's in the last playoff spot. So you got Pittsburgh, Washington, and Philly. And Philly's only behind. uh, And then in the Atlantic Division, we obviously got Boston in first place with 86 points. And they got a record of 37, 11, and 12. And then second place, you got York, Tampa Bay Lightning, 85 points with a record of 40, 15, and 5. And then in third place, you got the Toronto Maple Leafs with 70 points and a record of 31, 22, and 8. 
Now let's take a look at the wild card for the Eastern Conference. I'm not going to talk about the Western Conference today just because that doesn't really pertain so much and immediately affect the Tampa Bay Lightning at all. Maybe as we move towards the playoffs, get a little closer. And, you know, once the playoffs do start and the Lightning maybe advance a couple of rounds, we'll start talking about who's in the West and what teams maybe would be a good matchup for the Lightning going forward. But we're not going to jump ahead of ourselves one step at a time. We're just going to worry about our division, our conference, and that's it. But anyway, going back, we're going to take a look at the wild card. The wild card right now, it's a three-team race, basically, right now. Um, it could change any moment. We got the Islanders, the Canes, and the Jackets. Those are the three teams you really should be looking at because they all have 72 points, and they're only separated by wins and losses. So the Islanders have are 33-19-6. and six. The Canes are 34-21-4. and four. And then the Jackets are 30-19-12. and 12. Now, like I said, um, the teams that I haven't listed that are behind in the race, they could make a run for it as well. There's still plenty of time left in the season. Um, when I checked last checked the wild card a couple of weeks ago, um, the Panthers were in the wild card spot. And the significance of that was that if the playoffs ended at that point in time, I wanted to say maybe it was about the first week of February. Um, if the playoffs ended then, they would be playing the Lightning. So maybe if you like to see it in Florida playoff uh, series, then definitely uh, maybe quietly root for the, the rival or the Panthers. So speaking of the playoffs, let's take a look at the playoff picture. Let's, let's just imagine in a hypothetical world that the playoffs start today. So if the playoffs started today, you would have Boston playing Carolina. You would have Tampa playing against the Maple Leafs. And in the Bolts' last matchup, they, they beat the Leafs 7-3. to So they definitely have that uh, to look at as maybe a point of reference. And these teams won't play each other again until uh, February 25th. So we'll keep an eye on that if, if the playoff picture stays the same. It would be the Pens playing the, uh, the Islanders and the Caps playing the Flyers. So definitely um, I'll keep you updated on those playoff picture uh Matchups as the season comes to a, an end, we'll we'll look more into that and matchups and some prediction as to who will come out on on the winning end of those series. Now, now that I've mentioned the standings, the playoff picture. Now that we've taken a look at the standings, the playoff picture, let's take a look at uh, the league leaders. Right now, the points leader in the NHL is Leon Draisaitl from the Edmonton Oilers, uh, ninety-five points. And he has absolutely stepped it up so far since uh, Connor McDavid has uh, been out with injury. Um, to put that in perspective, compare that to who's doing well in the Lightning, Nikita Kucherov is the top point leader for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and he sits currently in ninth place in the NHL with 73. So great season for Kucherov. And in goals, we got Austin Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leafs with 43 goals. Uh, once again, the leader for the Tampa Bay Lightning is Nikita Kucherov, or what we've been calling him lately with his couple of uh, overtime winners is Klutcherov. So that's a, that's actually a cool nickname. Hopefully we could call him that more. Is hopefully he puts up some more big goals, which I have no doubt that he will. And he sits ter- currently 
tied for 10th place with 29 with the Rangers, Artemi Panarin and Kyle Connor from Winnipeg. So he's having a hell of a season. Um, and I'm sure that he'll definitely put up more. My prediction, you know, because if you look at my Twitter, I, I definitely like to put out a lot of predictions, especially, you know, not to toot my own horn, but the other night for the Avs game, I got the result and the period exactly right. So, you know, hopefully I get them right more often as, as we go along. So I think Kucherov will end up with, I want to say, 40 goals. I think 40 is a... A good mark that, and it's a realistic mark as well for for Kucherov. So yeah, and then on to goaltending, we got Andre Vasilevsky. Of course, I mean, if you've been watching any of the Lightning games, then you know Vasilevsky is just unreal. Like I said in the the last episode of Lockdown Lightning, um, you know, it's great to have a goalie such as Vasilevsky where some nights the the offense won't be doing what it usually does for the team and you could kind of you could put the team on his on his back and he could just carry them towards the dub so that's definitely something that you love to have especially in a team that's contending for a cup now like i said he has 32 wins which leads the nhl and just to you know i don't want to jinx anything but the season record for most wins and by a goaltender are 48 and that's held by Braden hopi and marty brodor so, I th- and his career high um, that he put up in the 17-18 season is 44. And I think that with 22 games left in the season, I think it's a very realistic possibility that he not only ties the record, but I think he also breaks it. Now, I'll get into more of that later on in the show, but I just wanted to put it out there for you, the listeners, so you're aware of it, so you could keep an eye on it as the games go on. Now, uh, this is going to be the first ever minor league report for Lockdown Lightning. Now, I'm going to try and do this every couple of weeks or so. Because it is a possibility that um, right before the playoffs, maybe some of these guys might get called up just to bolster the roster. We're going to take a look first at the, the Lightning's AHL affiliate, and that's the Syracuse Crunch. They currently have a record of 24-22-3 with five shootout losses. They lost this past Monday to the Belleville Senators 5-2. to two. Now, the Syracuse Crunch currently stand fifth in the North Division, and obviously you can't measure a minor league team's performance based on the players. You know, all, these are all young guys. They're still all learning how to play the game at a high level. So it, it really – any I don't, I don't want to take too much stock in – minor league hockey records just because you know the 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 end game for all these players is just developing and fine-tuning their game to to go to the next level and that's obviously the nhl i'll do a mini list at the end of the at the of the segment but i'm just going to highlight some players on the teams that are performing and deserve recognition so top top player on the syracuse crunch is alex bear bullet and he uh, was the number two prospect coming into the season behind Nolan Foote. Uh, he currently leads the team in, in points with 46, and that's eighth in the AHL. And he's tied with Jamel Smith for 20 goals. And Jamel Smith, you may have remember, he started his career with the Dallas Stars, and he played a little bit for the Bruins. But now he played a uh, two-way – he signed a two-way contract this offseason with the Lightning, so – 
Maybe Smith will make a list of uh, players to look out for or that are on the rise in the minor league system for the Lightning. Now, we, next, we have uh, the Orlando Solar Bears of the East Coast Hockey League. Um, the, the Solar Bears are mostly known for their awesome jerseys. They had a uh, they had a pizza-themed jersey about a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you haven't seen it already, take a look online. I'm sure it's, it's very easy to find it. They had a pizza-themed jersey in celebration of National Pizza Day where it had just like prints of pizza. It looked like just the, the jersey was covered in cheese and pepperoni. So that was pretty cool. Uh, especially, and it's really cool to have a team like that in your minor league system. So, um, if you, if you want to spend the money, go out and get an Orlando solar bear Jersey. I've been eyeing one for a while, but they're just so expensive. So the Orlando solar bears are third in the South division with a record of 24, 21 and five and one shootout loss. Uh, their, their top point scores are Tristan Langdon and Taylor Camarada and they both lead the team with 33 points, and that's nice. I always, it's always nice to see uh, defensemen racking up a, a, a fair number of points. So maybe those guys will develop their game over the next seasons or two, and maybe we'll see them in blue and white soon enough. And the top goal scorer for the Solar Bears is Trevor Olson. So far, I haven't found too much information on Olson or Langdon or Camarada or. So, but as I go along, I will, I will put together a list of my own as well as whatever list I see online of top prospects in the organization. So I'll definitely get that out to you guys at, uh, as time permits. So this is my list thus far after the, the, the Callan foot trade. Uh, so, so far I got in the number one spot for top prospect or top prospect to look out for is Alexander Volkov. He's played uh, nine games this year up in the NHL with the Lightning, and he has one assist. But after that nine-game stretch, they sent him back to Syracuse. And his stats for the season right now are he has uh, 25 points in 38 games played. So I'm sure he'll tally more as the season goes along. Um, He's definitely my number one prospect to look out for. Now, my number two prospect to look out for is Alex Bierre-Bollet. And I mentioned him before as one of the players on Syracuse Crunch that is currently leading the team in points. Uh, he has 52 games played and 46 points with 20 goals. And the thing that stuck out to me about Bierre-Bollet is that his size. I mean, he's he's only 5'10", 170 pounds, which so I would imagine that, you know, he's got some wheels on him. And that'd be nice to add another guy eventually to the to the main roster at the NHL level that definitely has some burners and that could definitely race down the ice. So I'll keep an eye on him as the season goes along. And then the third and final prospect on my list to look out for. And just from what I've read about this kid, he's I think he'll maybe eventually move up the list to maybe number one on my list personally. We'll see about how the experts rank him on NHL.com or any any other major website, uh, is Gabriel Frittier. He's a forward in the KMJHL with the, the Moncton Wildcats. Uh, he was drafted in the 2018 entry drafts in the second round, 59th overall. Currently has 13 goals and 18 games played with 25 points total. And so he could definitely put the puck in the back of the net, which is very good. You know, 
always looking for guys that could score. And, you know, there's no such thing as too many scorers on a team. So definitely going to keep an eye out for him. Hopefully he keeps up his scoring ways and develops his game, and maybe we could see him in a Lightning uniform in a couple of years. So that's it for the minor league report as of now. Um, I'll start putting together a list as we as the, the weeks go along, and I will keep you guys up to date as the who to look out for. So now moving on to the last couple of topics of the show, we're going to wrap it up right here, is uh, one of my favorite Lightning players is Andre Vasilevsky. We have to talk about how incredible of a season he's having and how significant it is. Like I said earlier, he has a very good chance to break the single season record for most wins by a goaltender. Um, before I get into any stats, I just want to talk about the eye test, and that's just watching what he does in a game. And the thing that really sticks out to me and really impresses me is just how he glides from side to side to, to block shots just so effortlessly uh, across the crease. And, you know, that, that goes with technique and just natural ability. And I think that's what makes him great. His his ability to just cover any part of the goal, it, I think, definitely sets him apart other than the fact that he's a big guy. He stands at 6'3", 216 pounds. So that definitely helps you when you're covering a crease and trying to block off the best angle from opposing forwards. Uh, right now, he's he's 25 years old, and he, and he already has 156 career wins. The record is 691 by Marty Brodeur, so he definitely has a long ways to go. So I'm not going to try and reference, talk about that as often just because it's not even really relevant at this point. But let's just take a quick look at Vasilevsky's stats uh, this season thus far. He has 32 wins. Uh, nine losses. His goal against average is 2.42, and his save percentage is 9.21, and he has two shutouts. Um, so that that's just he's putting up incredible stats, and I'm sure he'll continue to do that as the season goes on. He already has one Vezina Trophy under his belt, the one obviously he won last year, and he's definitely on his way to winning another this year. So. All he has to do is continue playing the way he's playing, and I'm sure he'll not only have a Vezina, but he'll another Vezina, but he'll also be uh, be raising the cup at the end of the year. So I have another crazy prediction. Obviously, he sits at 32 wins. I think he'd get hit to 50. I think that there's, if you look at the remaining of the, se- the remainder of the season, um, I'm sure Coach Cooper will want to give him some rest as a as the playoffs roll around, but we'll have to see how much of a leash he wants to give him in terms of games played as the season winds down. There's only 22 games left in the season, so mathematically speaking, he definitely could do it. Uh, I want to know what you guys think. Uh, if you if tweet it, tweet at us at Locked On Lightning on Twitter. That's L O underscore Lightning. And if you want to give us an email, send uh, send it to Locked On Lightning at Gmail um, I want to hear what your predictions are. If you think that he's going to hit 50 wins, or if you think maybe Kucherov is going to get 40 goals or higher, or maybe you think he's going to finish below that. I want to hear any any predictions you guys got. I would love to hear it. I want I want to hear maybe maybe if you have a if you if there's a player on the team you want me to talk more about, I'd be more than happy to oblige, time permitting. So hit us up. I'll definitely try to answer all your questions, maybe try and get all your feedback back, maybe talk about it during the podcast. 
Uh, I want this to be a very fan interactive show. So go ahead and do that. So tomorrow night, finally, hockey returns. We got the Lightning playing the Golden Knights at 10 p.m. So definitely that's going to be a late one. Um, hopefully a lot of you, a lot of you could uh, watch the game and stay up late with it. If not, no big deal. I'll be back right on Friday to talk about it, recap it for you. So once again, enjoy your Wednesday. Have a good one. Don't worry. The weekend's almost there and lightning play tomorrow. It's been Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Drinker. Have a good rest of the day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.